What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis, and I'm thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as the joy of the salvation of the soul can deliver and help a person from a life of misery. Talking about this, Paul said this in Romans chapter 3, verse 16, destruction and misery are in their ways. And the wise man wrote in Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 6, the misery of man is great upon him. Job, in chapter 16, verse 2, talked about his three companions as miserable comforters. And Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. And Jesus Christ spoke to the church of the Laodiceans in Revelation chapter 3, verse 17, saying this, Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. Do you know anyone in any of these churches who are miserable individuals? There's nothing fun whatsoever about being a miserable individual. But notice what Jesus Christ said to the disciples in John chapter 15, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. And said this also to the disciples in the upper chamber in John chapter 16, verse 24, Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Is your heart today miserable or full of joy? If today you need someone to pray with you and or for you, give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. Impacting lives throughout this area, it's Prophecy Time. You are special to us. 
In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.org. O-R-G, and scroll down to PayPal. Don't forget to leave your address. Be sure to keep your dial set at 570 every day at 2.30, Monday through Friday, for It's Prophecy Time. Uplifting and encouraging, It's Prophecy Time. The It's Prophecy Time message today is the doom of the glory of kingdoms the glory of all kingdoms, part seven. Jesus Christ returns immediately after the tribulation period is over. Speaking about this in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus Christ said this in verse 29, starting in verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Ending the tribulation of those days, as Jesus termed it in Matthew chapter 24, verse 29, we see a description of this period in Zephaniah chapter 3, starting in verse 6. I have cut off the nations. Their towers are desolate. I made their streets waste that none passeth by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man, that there is none inhabitant. I said, surely thou wilt fear me. Thou wilt receive instruction. So their dwelling should not be cut off, howsoever I punished them. But they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Therefore wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, till the day that I rise up to the prey. For my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them mine indignation, even all my fierce anger. For all the earth shall be devoured by the fire of my jealousy." But notice again here in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 7, that they rose up and corrupted all their doings. Notice what the wise man said in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 16. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increaseth, but the righteous shall see their fall. So as we have more and more unsaved individuals, transgression or corruption is going to increase. And notice in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, the foolishness of man perverteth his way. So here we see an individual can pervert his ways. 
Now, notice what Jesus said in Luke chapter 17, starting verse 26, that it's going to become like the days of Noah, that it's going to become like the days of Lot. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Now, Paul taught in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that there is this mysterious working of sin in society. Talking about this, starting in verse 3, he said this, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. Talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ back in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Except there come a falling away first, the apostasy. And that man of sin, one of the titles or names of the Antichrist, is that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, the tribulation temple here, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with you I told you these things? And now ye know what withholdeth or restrains that he might be revealed in his time. Talking about the Antichrist being revealed. For the mystery, here it is, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. So sin is at work in society to bring about the coming of this Antichrist or this man of sin. Who in Revelation chapter 17 carries the Babylonian woman of the last days, which is spoken about in Isaiah 47 as the Lady of Kingdoms. And the Lady of Kingdoms says in Isaiah 47 verse 7, I will be a lady forever. And it's spoken about in Revelation chapter 18 verse 7 as the queen, the queen of the earth. And says in Revelation 18 verse 7, I will never see sorrow. So here, today we're going to be getting back to our main text of Isaiah 13 and 14. And the glory of all kingdoms is destroyed in a yet future context. And today we want to ask the question and answer it. What are descriptions, some descriptions in the six parallel passages of Babylon pointing to a glorious land in the last day. So we're just talking about this glorious land, this general concept of a glorious land in the last day spoken about here in Isaiah 13 and 14. And we're going to be looking at all of our six major texts on Babylon today. First of all, Isaiah 13 and 14. Babylon is destroyed in a Sodom-like overthrow. In Isaiah 13:1, the burden of Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos did see, a burden means utterance or chiefly a doom. So here we have the doom of Babylon in our main text of Isaiah 13 and 14 that we've been studying over the last several days. 
And in Isaiah 14, 17, it says that at the coming of Jesus Christ, the world is as a wilderness and all of the cities are destroyed. And notice in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 19, it says Babylon, the glory of kingdoms. So here we see this land, as we're going to see here in just a moment, spoken about as this glorious kingdom, the glory of kingdoms. Babylon is the glory of kingdoms. The beauty of the Chaldees' excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. Neither shall the Arabian tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. But wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there, and satires shall dance there. And the wild beasts of the island shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces, and her time is near to come, and her days shall not be prolonged. So here we see that no one, after its destruction, dwells or lives in this Babylon from generation to generation. This could not possibly be talking about ancient Babylon and southern Iraq as within the confines of the ancient city of Babylon is a city called Hila, Iraq that I check out periodically over the years. And today, at this second, within the confines of just the ancient city of Babylon, we're not talking about all these cities in southern Iraq. We're just talking about, at this second, according to the population total that I looked at here not too awfully long ago, 2022, it had or has right now a total of at least 641,000 in the city. And so it cannot possibly be talking about the fact that it became a perpetual desolation that nobody ever lived in again. Now, the king of Babylon in Isaiah 14, 20 has destroyed his land. As in verse 23 of Isaiah 14, it is swept with the besom or broom of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. So here we see in Isaiah Chapter 14, verses 20 through 23, that this land is destroyed, and it is described back in Isaiah 13, 19 as Babylon, and this Babylon is spoken about as the glory of kingdoms. Number two, Isaiah 47, we have the history of Babylon, which is from good to evil. And she says in Isaiah 47, 7, I shall be a lady forever. But just a couple of verses later, verse 11 of Isaiah 47, desolation comes upon her suddenly. Positive thinking is not going to deliver anyone. It's going to be a righteous life. Let's move on to passage number 3, talking about this glorious kingdom of the last days, Isaiah 17 and 18 talking about this group of people or this nation that is dominant from its beginning all the way to the Battle of Armageddon, which is still future. In Isaiah 17, 12, it's talking about the nations rushing, the rushing of the nations. They're rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. That's the sixth vile judgment in Revelation chapter 16. But God shall rebuke them in verse 13. 
before and before the morning he is not this is the portion of them that spoil us and the lot of them that rob us that's talking about revelation 11 and 12 the overcoming of the nation of israel at the midpoint of the tribulation period which is at least 1260 days away and then after that period of time god rebukes the nations or he comes back at the battle of armageddon and it says in isaiah 18 2 that this is a nation or a people terrible from their beginning hitherto, a nation whose land the rivers have spoiled. So here we see this glorious kingdom of the last days spoken about a people as a people terrible from their beginning. The book of Habakkuk, number four, we see that this bitter and hasty nation back in chapter one, overcomes a righteous Israel. That's the future context. And in chapter 3, it's talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ. And back in chapter 2 of Habakkuk, we have this nation spoiling many nations and cutting off many people, communicating the fact that it is a dominant nation or land or kingdom on planet Earth. In Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, our fifth major passage on Babylon describing this glorious kingdom of the last days sees also this Sodom-like overthrow in chapter 50 verse 40 as God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor cities thereof, saith the Lord, so shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell therein. And as I said there a moment ago, this cannot possibly be talking about The historical Babylon. A fire is kindled in his cities, devouring all in Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 32. Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 43 talks about her cities are a desolation, a dry land and a wilderness, a land wherein no man dwelleth, neither doth any son of man pass thereby. It becomes a burnt mountain in Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 25. And notice her abundant treasures in Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 13. And the measure of her covetousness that evidently individuals who live in this kingdom are overcome with covetousness, a desire for what someone else has because of all these abundant treasures. And notice this, Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 44, that the nations are flowing together into her, but at her destruction, they're not going to be flowing in anymore. And that the wall of Babylon or her protection is going to fall. And the sword is upon her treasures, communicating all of this money that she has, that she is indeed a dominant nation on planet Earth. And in Revelation chapters 15, 1 to chapter 20, verse 6, it talks about Babylon saying in her heart, Revelation 18, 7, I sit a queen. So here she is, a queen of the earth, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. But here in Revelation 17 and 18, she is destroyed, utterly burnt with fire, Revelation 18, 8. Revelation 17, 16, they burn her with fire. Revelation 18, 9, and 10, the kings of the earth see the smoke of her burning, for in one hour, Revelation 18, 10, 18, 17, 18, 19, all talk about this one hour destruction. And in Revelation 19, 3, they see her smoke rising up forever and ever. So 
What are some of the descriptions in these six parallel passages on Babylon, which is describing this glorious land of the last days? Spoken about in Isaiah 13, 19 as the glory of kingdoms, Isaiah 47, 5 as the lady of kingdoms, Isaiah 18, 2 as a nation, a group of people, terrible from their beginning all the way up to the Battle of Armageddon, hitherto. It spoils many nations in Habakkuk 2, 8, communicating its military dominance. And one senator, I believe, once said that the United States is the policeman of the world, and that's the way the world wants it. Jeremiah 50 and 51 is talking about all these nations flowing into her and her abundant treasures. The fact that she sits a queen, meaning that she is dominant in the earth in Revelation 18, 7. So today, I'm not saying that these things are going to be taking place tomorrow, The Battle of Armageddon is at least 2,520 days away, but many of these events that I just spoke about are building up to the midpoint of the tribulation period, which we spoke about in Revelation chapter 12, and how things are going to be changing at the expulsion of Satan out of heaven in this future context. But the main thing for you today is... Are you a saved individual? Do you have assurance of salvation? Do you know that if you died today that you would go to heaven? If you're uncertain about that, bow your head in repentance and faith at this moment if God is is drawing you and speaking to you today and say something like this to God. Dear Lord, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me and was buried and rose again from the dead. I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. We're thankful for you. It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for tuning in today. Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.org and scroll down to PayPal. Don't forget to leave your address. You are special to us. Thank you for keeping us in your prayers. It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for tuning in to It's Prophecy Time today. We are on Monday through Friday at 2.30 to 3. If you miss a program, we do have a podcast where you can get our messages anytime for your convenience. Go to Apple or Google Podcasts, then type in the search box, It's Prophecy Time. You are important to us. Don't miss a message. Thanks for making us part of your day. It's Prophecy Time. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, my wife and I would like to send you the Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 promises from the Bible. Please go to our website, bronxbbc.org, scroll down to the PayPal, and don't forget to leave your address so that we can send you this 173-page book. Thank you in advance for helping us with this radio broadcast. Thanking God for His goodness. It's prophecy time.
Church is the place to be on Sunday morning. We invite you to the Bronx Building Baptist Church this Sunday or any Sunday you are welcome. We are located at 2049 Bartow Avenue, the lower level, room 28 near Bay Plaza. Our service begins at 1045. See you then. Serving throughout this area, it's prophecy time. If you want to make a donation to this nonprofit organization, just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. That website again is www.itsprophecytime.org. We're here to encourage you. It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.